You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! you man i got yeah, you. you you beat me this time andrew i um death is all around us i know like it's uh <laughs> but i don't care about most of the death no at the same time we talked yeah uh yeah yeah well who, okay so we had lemmy lemmy who like i i you know, kind kind of who cares? Come on, let's be real for a second here. Like, I don't want to say Lemmy sucks, great, I but a, like, remind, it, come I have, on, I have a great story about this. Remind me. Um, All right, perfect. Yeah, it's just like not that big of a deal. The dude was like a hundred years old and like did speed every day. Like nobody should look, have been shocked. He lived yeah. for f- my fucking fat father, who sh- probably should have diabetes and everything. He's going to live to a hundred. Yeah. Lemmy, who um, should probably have died at 45 like while like, playing some shithole club in the Netherlands, is lived till 70. I mean, that's yeah. cool. I mean, it's it's whatever. It's fine. Like, I don't I don't want to take like a contrary stance, but like it's my instinct when people get stupid about things to 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 speak outside the window of acceptable dialogue. Uh, all right. So we had Lemmy. Then uh, Dave Bowie. Dave Bowie super could not care less about that one. No. Like that barely moved the needle, had one good song, really don't care. Understand that it's like uh I, I actually I didn't understand. Like I guess I always understood that yeah. like David Bowie was like such a linchpin for like uh transgendered people and things sure. like that. Like uh, it's obvious, but it's so obvious I just never really considered it that much. Um so now, you know, it, it's interesting and that's one of those situations that it's like, all right, well, I can see how this would really adversely affect somebody who's got, uh, you know, who are, who are like, I don't know, lives that lifestyle and doesn't have a lot of people to, I guess, look up to or, you know, have that uh, that kind of signpost. So I get that. But 
seriously though like david bowie sucks shit <laughs> like really not good well, here's the thing and i i've said this to a group of people on saturday night and i thought that they were going to start throwing fucking garbage at me i said look this <laughs> dude all right this dude spent probably 80 percent of his career chasing trends and being that fucking shapeshifter who like like oh i want to be lou reed so i'm gonna write gene genie i want to mm-hmm. be david bowie so i'm gonna write the lodger i want to be elton john so i'll write fucking suffragette city you know, I want. I mean, it's it, it, he. He barely and rarely left his timbrel stamp on anything good. Yeah. He wanted to be Mark Bolin. He wanted to be this. He wanted to be that. He wanted to be anybody but but David Bowie. Because, I mean, just like a lot of artists today, and a lot of artists we've seen play, um, you know, you're not you're copying uh, shit that other people have way covered. <laughs> and he did it, and because he's dashing, tall, good looking, and way, I mean, way more attractive than Mark Bolin. Um, or whatever. Suddenly, like you always, oh my god, he does this so well, and he does it, and then he lays dormant and does some stupid shit for years, and then he comes out with "Let's Dance," which is a celebration of David Bowie finally becoming the artist that he wanted to be—an entertainer. Yeah, he enlisted the fucking rhythm section from Chic. Like he knew what he was doing. Like <laughs> the dudes are pretty fucking good. Even Let's Dance, though, we got to call it what it is. Three quarters of that album is dog shit. No, the first the first three songs, uh, you can't, they're beyond reproach. Yeah, but yeah, then can, you get cannot into, fuck like, with. But then you get into, like, Crossfire and, like, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And then it's like, oh, well. If you wrote, like, a, a record full of bangers, it would have been, the, like, the best record of the 80s. Yeah. But We almost actually started, we were, for a long minute, we were going to do a pseudo live record. Um, because our friend Bob Shed, uh, new uh, new member of the the friend zone, know, or just uh, just silent member, new member, um, had a real fucking hard on for uh, what was his name, Jim Coyne, yeah, uh, and wanted to do a live or from Kevin the Coyne. Times Union Center or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, and we were actually we were going to open by covering Modern Love just because it would be obnoxious, but we never did that. Nope. It would have been great. I didn't have the I don't have the chops to play the Steve Ray Vaughan parts. Unfortunately, no, you know, I got you. Thanks, man. I got you. I'll I'll punch in over you. And uh, <laughs> you know, in I'm you, you ready to do a do a deal with the devil down at the crossroads? <laughs> Be a bluesy white white blues guitarist. I really should do that. That's that's kind of my lane. Yeah, making a deal with the devil in the crossroads. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah, I. Well. I made a deal with the devil at the point where the parking lot and like the lane by Best Buy came together, and I uh, it was um, cool. Oh, it's like, Eric Clapton. Please gather around and tell me what the uh, the deal with the devil you made in the strip mall. And yeah, when is Eric from- Clapton gonna die? He sucks too. Like, can we? Can we? It's enough with Eric Clapton already. Look, here's the real shit. Today, Glenn Fry died. Yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. That finally somebody somebody, somebody hurts. worth somebody worth shedding a tear over finally died. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like your relative dies. Ugh. And you know what? He did all the shit that Lemmy did, but more tastefully. Right. I mean, you know, just kind of kept it together. Plus, he looked really like he looked like an old Italian guy at the end, which I I right. loved. It was like my favorite. He just looked like a guy who works on cars around the corner from you. Yeah, and I mean, okay, so eighties Lemmy versus eighties Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry, better parties, hotter women, uh, no, probably no or negligible bo smell. Probably not. No cocoa puffs. No. Nope. Uh, if I understand it correctly, uh, cut into Don Henley's hotel room using a chainsaw. So you know, dude knows how to party. Amazing. Yeah. 
Um, great, great. Uh, denied uh, Timothy B. B. Schmid uh, royalties to his face. <laughs> um, great. I mean that 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 Eagles book was awesome. And you who know, it? I mean, was man. it Glenn Fry who was caught on microphone threatening to fucking fight somebody? <laughs> I think uh, it that was, was um, Glenn Fry and Don Felder. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the Eagles live their recording uh, at the. Uh, I think it was like the the. Uh, I forget the name. What's the name of the uh, Los Angeles Coliseum? I think it was homecoming concert. You know, after playing like ninety dates or whatever, and you can hear apparently if you can hear in the mix before they took it out to like two more songs, two more songs. I'm gonna kick your fucking ass, <laughs> like shit like that. <laughs> it's amazing. Really good. You know, we'll, they, we'll be missed. Rest in it. power. Rest in power, Glenn Fry. Rest in power. <laughs> I like how rest in power really took off. Rest in yeah. power. Rest in power, Glenn Fry. You know, I mean, without the Eagles, there wouldn't be contemporary. I mean, because I don't, I don't see a clear difference between the Eagles and like No Effects or Green Day. None. 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 Wow. Okay. That's a that's a strong stance to take, but I'll allow it here. It's fine. No, the Green Day is just like the Foo Fighters, or No Effects is just like I, I just really don't like no that effect. shit. That shit I can't. Yeah, I can't tell any of that stuff apart. That's the shit I can't handle. In the words of Tupac, that's the shit I can't handle. Um, who, somebody else died recently. Oh, Alan Rickman again. Like, kind of who cares? Like, it, it certainly had a, a great role like 30 years ago um oh, that was I don't know. his I, only really good role though come on it's, yeah i, mean, I like i don't you know i don't watch harry potter because i'm like big i'm an and, adult i'm an adult stop yeah i'm an stop adult reading car stop okay comic books cartoons stop we're all adults here right take go to bed an hour earlier <laughs> go to bed an hour earlier stop stop it go look you know, he was good as the resume. sheriff of Nottingham, oh, and he wasn't even that good. I don't know what that means. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, work on work on your resume or some shit. Work on your resume. <laughs> when just when you have that itch to watch Star Wars or fucking, I don't know, do kids oh, do kids dude. stuff. I watched Star Wars this week. Why? I we all right. So Let's talk I about was your weekend. Yeah, so I went to uh, I was in Silicon Valley. Silicone Valley oh, all week Christ. and uh to get breast implants to get breast implant and oh my god I'm so fucking tired and like getting sick and yeah, I can't let me take I have the no control here. of my <clears throat> voice or my mouth or my sounds that are coming out of it all right Andrew do you need me to tag in let me take control here all right go for it all right hey this is Andrew hey this is Andrew there you go uh I was in Silicon Valley this past Silicon weekend. Valley and um uh went uh, I can't really talk about my job, so Correct. let's just call it the chalk factory. Correct. No, stop me when this starts to go awry. But if you don't stop, I'm just going to assume that everything I'm saying is true. Land at LAX. Get into nope. incorrect. Okay, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not off to a great start. Okay, here. okay, you you take over then. All right. So yeah, no, ended up there all week, and I I selected. A hotel that I thought, you know, whatever. It's it's close to where I'm going. Did the chalk factory pay for this hotel? A chalk pa- factory paid paid for the hotel, um, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to run the factory in a business, so I'm just right. looking for something modest. I don't need I don't need shit. Um, 
and it turned out to be like a real <laughs> shitty spot. You know, it just wasn't great. It was next to a highway, which is fine, except it smelled like manure, which was not fine. And the road was consistently being worked on the entire time. So even if you took a car there, like a car from the airport, you would have to go like a quarter of a mile around to get to it. It was like it was really shitty. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that there is a nice like 10 story Marriott literally overlooking the chalk factory. Like it's just like it's like (laughs) I'm like, motherfucker, like, why did I not just stay here? And then the guy we were picking up was like, oh, yeah, I got it for, you know, like 200 bucks a night. I'm like, that's what I'm paying. What the fuck? <laughs> so that really sucks. Jeez, man. Um, but we, uh, you know, like when you go on these things, it's always like a lot of like team building exercises, a lot of like group bowling. You know, there was group bowling one night uh, and people Jesus were like, oh, let's go into San Francisco. We're going to go and we're going to we're going to party. I don't have I don't have the patience for that anymore. So me and one of the other guys that I went out there with went had like Sex. a beer. You know, yeah, like went had had a burger, beer and a burger. Great. And then we're like, all right, well, I what the fuck like I don't want to go back to this hotel. And we <laughs> landed on the only thing to do there that didn't involve like meeting up with you know, like the yokels uh, from from the chalk factory, or going to San Francisco, was going to see Star Wars. Oh my god! Like you had to, you had to hang out and do shit together. You know, I guess not, but it's just it just came up. You know, just how it happened. So it was like, all right, fine. And the other thing that, mm-hmm. all right, so went and saw Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. This is stupid as fuck. This movie's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Like this is <laughs> this is dumb as shit. This is a dude rewriting the first Star Wars, but doing it cheeky enough that you idiots think that it's like uh, novel. It's real dumb. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, yeah it's real. It's not great. I just hate um, shit that comes out that like that makes you think that I'm still a kid, man. <laughs> like seriously, like I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read a comic book. I'm not gonna watch Harry Potter. I'm not gonna watch Star Wars. No, kids don't stuff. do it. Kids you know, stuff. You, you, missing nothing. But the thing is, and this was the other option was to watch The Revenant. But I already had an illegal Korean copy on my iPad that I was earmarking for the flight home. So I'm like, fuck it. Nope. You know, I, <laughs> we're going to go watch Star Wars. Fuck it. Whatever. You know, like little pain now, sure. a lot of pleasure later. Um, movie was bad. And then I got on the plane and I'm like, I really earned this fucking Revenant thing. I got a red eye. No one's trying to talk to me. Everyone's got it fucking like the eye masks on. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this. Ugh, Revenant kind of sucked too. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, you can't win with movies. It's like really tough. Like Revenant was, I'd say 60% really like good, like punching above its weight class. And the other 40% so clearly tacked on by committee that it ruined the entirety of the movie. Can you jump into my world where I don't ever pay attention to movies? Yeah, I feel you. you. I understand understand that It's not because I'm a – I mean, all right. (laughs) It's not because I'm a – I was going to say it's not because I'm a loser and I'll have to go by myself all the time, although that's a huge reason why I don't see movies. Um, But I just don't care that much. I don't. I super don't. When you catch a good one, it's really good. They're just so fucking hard to find right, now. But my it's, idea of good really movie is like Summer Job. Yeah, Summer Job, great movie. Um, I did watch uh, 
think it came out last year. There was, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm getting a little sick. There was uh, the Kevin Bacon movie Cop Car about two kids that steal his <laughs> cop car. Like it, it's surprisingly good. I actually enjoyed the fuck out of it. Fear, yeah. Purely for being like an exercise in late night TV writing, it was uh, it was pretty all right. But yeah, for the like, I don't know. I downloaded a bunch of movies and I was disappointed by most of them. Shame. Sorry, man. I don't know what you were expecting. Yeah, uh, and, well, and you know what? I ex- was expecting things that don't exist anymore. So just that's like it. going, just like going to a show. Yeah, I was expecting the movie Sorcerer, but I got whatever the fuck I got. Hey, man! Millions of Dead Cops is playing in Albany. Are you, are you going to come up? Come on, really? Yeah, really. I, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm coming. I'm going. And uh, um, Poison Idea without. Uh, the guy who lived under the bridge because he's dead. It's good. There's a lot of good shows coming through, man. It's just like old times. Are you are you willing? Not not. Are you ready? F- fuck. Are you ready? Are you willing to come up and and go to a show with me? No, definitely not that one. Like n- no, well, no, 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 no. Uh, all right. Are you willing? Uh, never mind. See, this is a larger. We should Robbie open this up a little bit. This is, speaks to a larger issue of Andrew and I have been in a relationship now for a couple of years. Long minute. And when we first got together, things were awesome and it was very passionate. And then, I don't know. I mean, people just kind of drift apart but not just kind of like the opposite ends of the room not necessarily they wouldn't necessarily leave they're just on opposite ends of the room that's kind of how i feel um i don't care we no longer make love and that's actually cool that i don't care i feel like a sense of freedom in the fact that i don't care you know what i mean wow it's just kind of like you got to go your own way sometimes is love enough to maintain no. our, our love? Is love no. enough to maintain our no. love? <laughs> I was just trying to have like a, a, a serious, not a serious heart, but I was trying, I try to get people into uh, relationship arguments. That's like my new thing. It's really funny. Is love enough to, what is it? To, is, is love enough to maintain love? That is a pleasure culture record. Like I've written all over it. <laughs> I did. I wrote two uh, very pleasure culture sounding uh, bear mattress songs. That's great. I just bought a velvet blazer. Should we get the band back together? Do we <laughs> we really should. I'm glad you <laughs> bought a velvet blazer. It's been a long minute. Um, so you're very busy now, Andrew. I am. I actually, as we've been talking, I have gotten four emails from uh, from the chalk factory. It's just it it doesn't it doesn't seem to end. What uh, I mean, <clears throat> they know you're they know you're home. Right. Yeah, they know I'm home, and they're also they're three hours behind me, so they're just you know just five, like right now is the point where everyone's caffeinated again and just like yeah. blasting off emails. My uh, my job is getting interesting because there's a power struggle between my one boss and another boss over me. I don't know if you've ever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I oh, the know. mental image I just got was remarkable. I know, I know. <clears throat> I, me, right? I, I'm okay at my job, but still. My one boss just wants me to, like, keep doing what I'm doing and, like, don't do anybody else's work because she needs me so bad. And my other boss, who um, is like a, an, like a football guy, big time, 
Like this is the guy a, I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. He comes from a football family. He's uh, worked at major university, major football powerhouse universities. I don't know how he ended up uh, where I work, but he did. And uh, I think it was money. But um, and he's like, he comes up to me. I told you that he came up to my desk and was like, you seem bored. No. Like, that's great, oh, though. This is great. Okay. So this is like, I don't, I, I, it's two very different managers who are both insane. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucking awesome. And um, my one boss is super type A, super crazy, whatever. The other boss is, um, he's like, man, you seem, he's like, so let me level with you. I think you seem bored. And I'm like, the fuck gives you that idea? <laughs> like, I was like, uh, okay. So when one of my, like the, uh, one of the assistant vice presidents comes to my desk and sits down at the chair I have next to my desk and says, you seem bored. What am I going to say? Uh, mm-hmm. no, no, I, no, I love it here. Everything's yeah, great. No, everything's <laughs> remarkable. And he's like, come on, man, you seem bored. You don't <laughs> like doing all this office stuff. And I said, you're right. I don't. It's just a paycheck. So after that, he he's on all of these like he wants me to like take take charge of all these projects. Oh, the he's he's investing in you. Interesting. He is investing in me. The problem is he uh off the top of his head has projects. So I'm now in on like ten projects that he doesn't even remember that he told me about, but I have to remind him about. So he's like stream of consciousness pro, pro like stream of consciousness project guy. This and sounds like such a nightmare. It's so great. It's fucking great. And here I am, and here we go. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't know where to turn. Uh, but then I have my other boss, who's like, "You're doing too much work for him. I just need you to just be there in case the phone rings." Whoa. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's nice to be wanted. Um, In case the phone rings? Yeah. That's dark as fuck. Like, you can hire somebody from Subway to do that. I I mean, that's that's an $8 an hour temp job to to answer the phone. But they're so worried that they'll miss a phone call and it'll be a million dollar donation. The only person calling is a person calling to tell them the fucking school is closing. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Oh, you guys Not are still kidding. here? Oh, we closed weeks ago. I guess nobody nobody was at the phone when, when we called, I guess. That's weird. Uh, well, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but we're uh, we're going to close down. We actually bought this building. Uh, we're going to put a subway and a nail salon in here. Uh, sorry. Jesus Christ. I have to find... So go ahead. Keep, keep going. There's something I got to find that happened on Facebook this week that I I died. <laughs> I died. Well, it's just it's just very interesting. I've never been in that situation where somebody um, like it's cool to be wanted, and it's cool that somebody realizes that I can do other things and um, I can liaise very easily. It's what I used to do in my old job, but at the same time, I don't. A, I don't really want to do it for what I'm making, <laughs> and and B, being in the middle of a power struggle between two maniacs is. Um, that's great. Uh, it's weird. That's really good. That's like being like a, a sub-Saharan African nation right there. That's why it's <laughs> so just like, okay, I, I go with you. No, like to to the point where like he took me out to lunch last week and I look up and my other boss is looking down at us from the second floor window. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you going with him? 
It was great. We went to Chipotle. It was awesome. He's like, yo, man, this is the best spot. <clears throat> yo, mm-hmm. why are you guys just trying to get E. coli? What's going on? <laughs> like, maybe uh, hey. skip Chipotle for a minute. No, they are going to close. What I love about Chipotle is that they're closing down. They are. I one, saw that. But to clean, to deep clean the stores. Yeah, it's it's like when fucking you have to stop a football team from practicing because they're all fucking mersed up. Yeah, but that's the food is fucked up, not the store. So like I don't, I don't know, know why like they they're going over the bleach bottle and it's like are you putting the bleach in the food? I no, no. Okay, we'll so we're still gonna have this fucked up E. coli shit. I'm thrilled with this. I don't really eat Chipotle anymore now, but it's uh it's it's neat. Have you I did have I I did have uh, a In and Out Burger multiple times last week, so <laughs> I might die anyway. Um, I love it. But yeah, I had uh, Price Chopper soup three days in a row. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Oh, while I'm thinking about this, actually, as long as I'm, it's kind of been like a a hot fire kind of take episode. Yeah. Um, In and Out Burger, not as good as Shake Shack. Sorry, <laughs> but that's true. But you can get you can go and get refills on your soda. You can, and it is good. And I like that you can have like twenty burgers on there, but still not as good. Sorry, that's over. Sorry. <laughs> Red hot takes from Andrew. Red hot takes. I'm sorry, um, man. So the thing that happened on Facebook, this mm. will only be of interest to people from Albany, but I loved it. Oh, I must have missed it. Oh, this is somebody did an article about thinking about the future of Lark Street, <laughs> where they walked around and they asked yes. people with businesses on the street, um, like like Alyssa Halloran designs. Yo, do you know any person who's ever bought a fucking thing from Alyssa Halloran designs? Are you, how is that still there? I live across this the street. This woman like paints rocks. What is this? Why is it there? It's fucking insane. I live it's, across the street and I've never seen anybody go in and out of there. No, I think it's closed. I think it's just like an, a closed storefront that I, somebody has a name on. I don't understand why it's there. They, they, they must own the building. I don't know what's going on. I went, I went on a date with a girl who worked there. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. She was cool. She worked there. She was, she was nice enough to, she asked me to hang out, which was great. I think I detailed this in an earlier episode, but this is the date where I went and halfway through the date, she asked me how old I was, and I told her, and then she seemed really weird about that. And then yeah. I, got, I got super drunk on white wine yeah. to the point where I think I blacked out. And then it was like, I totally, like, as many times, as many different ways as you can blow a date, I blew it. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I remember this vividly because I revisited it not that long ago. Oh, wow. Yep, yeah, that was I, me. I was, like, on a bus or something, and I was like, I don't remember which episode this is. And, I like, I turned it on right to that point. Interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. So... <laughs> All right, so they ask a bunch of people what they should do with Lark Street because Lark Street is, for non-Albany people, Lark Street is uh, colloquially referred to as St. Lark's Place sometimes. It's just yes, like, uh, it's the kind of like cool strip in in the shithole town. But <laughs> here's the deal. On one end of Lark Street is like a shithole that you would never walk through. It doesn't matter which side I'm talking about because they're both like that. You know, like they're both just like shitholes. You like one side is a Dunkin' Donuts that seems to be populated only by alcoholic bikers that can't drink anymore, so they just get together there and drink <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Homeless and dudes then, like <clears throat> wringing their hands to stay warm. Yeah, That's yeah, uh, like uh, super yes. Um, and the the mobile that that woman that you stalk from our live show. She left, man. Uh, she's oh, gone. That's 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 no, interesting. She's she's gone. I uh, I yeah. No, I was really all about her, and she's fucking. 
I think after she heard me ask if you've ever had a moment of ecstasy, I think she left. She she went like <laughs> she walks the earth like Cain looking for a moment of ecstasy. Well, it's wild. I think, I, I think that she's just wandering, you know, she's uh, just wandering the earth for seven days and seven nights <laughs> looking for a moment of ecstasy. And, um, uh, so, yeah, so top of Lark Street is shit. Then you have um, overpriced restaurants that are closing rapidly. And I can explain yeah. why, because once we got uh, food there and the guy took Gabri's order and then walked away as though I were not sitting there. <laughs> um, and I had to chase him across the room and be like, hi, I'd like to order something, too. Um, so that's why that place is closing. And then before that, another place closed because it was like a sports bar where people would just be like routinely assaulted. And then there was another restaurant that closed when we went there years ago. They gave me literally boiled vegetables as a side and had the gall to try and charge me $30 for it. Uh, <laughs> like this is this is the kind of places we're talking about, like um, a pizza place that can never remain open under the same name. Um, bombers, which we've talked about. Ad oh, nauseum, yeah. a, a Ben and Jerry's that can't sustain that's now oh, closed. It's closed. Oh, and I when I oh my god, that was so. Uh, I'll let you finish, but I have my own uh, my own three cents to put in after this. So that's what we're talking about with with this street. It is like a kind of quasi attractive thoroughfare between two places you'd rather not be. And some person that they interviewed, my ultimate. I wish I caught the name of this, and I'll tell you why in a second. My ultimate dream would be that building on Washington, the four-story former car dealership on the first... All right. First of all, that building, I lived in Albany for 30 years of my life, never once had a tenant, ever. Like, it is... It, it needs to be knocked down. It is. Yeah. It has been vacant for as long as I can remember, and I can remember, <laughs> like, the Carter administration. Like, it's fucked up. It was it's actually gone. damaged by fire, <clears throat> and it still stands. Just there, because no one knows what the fuck to do with it. That's how little people care for this neighborhood, that yeah. it just stands there. And that's it. It's just a place where people go to shoot heroin and die. Um, yeah. Meltman Dream, four-story former car dealership. On the first floor would be a really beautiful restaurant with local foods. Above it would be a crate and barrel. <laughs> above that would be a Mary Mecco or an Apple store. And above that would be artist apartments that would be subsidized by the spaces below. <laughs> Yo, Dream you are tripping. You are out of your fucking mind. Yeah. You sound like the insane person that screams at statues. You are a fucking lunatic. <laughs> What are you talking about? This is a neighborhood where people can't have driver's licenses because they all get suspended. Yeah. Like, what are you ever talking about? Oh, my God. And I love this because I cut and pasted that with the comment, this person's a fucking mental patient. And I cut and paste this on Nick Warkle's page. It wasn't like yeah. it was the main feed. It was just like he posted that. And I I had a little a little guffaw. But. They changed the article and edited it out. If you click on no that link way. now, you can no longer find that passage because somebody is so fucking embarrassed that it's now wow. gone. Yo, you are tripping. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> insane. I, uh, yeah, I read that as well. There was no, I don't think there was any good um, commentary that went into that at all. People, but people love to, um, like, 
people love to like pearl clutch about. Oh yeah. When, oh my god. And the best part was I walked by when the dude I walked by Ben and Jerry's on my way to get coffee when the dude was putting up the for rent signs on yeah. Ben and Jerry's. And three oh like women who were straight out of central casting, like if you made a movie about like a co-op. And they're like walking with their berets on and they're they're like big <laughs> oh like fucking it was like fifty degrees out and they have big scarves, like whatever. And they're like, oh, no, oh, no. And they're knocking on the door. And the fucking dude from the fucking company that owns the place is like like looking at them. like, And they're like knocking on the window trying to get his attention to ask him why. <laughs> why? What's happening? Oh, these, are, these are Albany crisis actors here. It was insane. All, all insane. And the, the best part is living right on the street. I see it all the You're time. Right there. And. The th- but the uh, when the Bon Bar closed, people came out of the fucking woodwork. Like when a kid dies or like a woman gets raped on Lark Street, no one gives a shit, right? Oh well, you know, let's let's do changing face of the neighborhood. He shouldn't have been there anyway. Yeah, it was kind of his fault. You should walk in twos. Like, what if you don't know anybody? <laughs> walk in twos that person has to have a gun in their mouth right now that's fine yeah. you should walk in twos should walk in twos you yeah. are a monster you're an actual like you are a subhuman thing it's astounding <laughs> that's your response you should walk in twos oh you should walk in twos you know a buddy system maybe you won't get raped yeah the, you're right that's the problem is that somebody wasn't somebody was walking in you know a pair of one and yeah. that's uh that was the issue <laughs> actual monster yeah actual monster uh but when a fucking bar closes people come out to talk shit and and pearl clutch and worry in albany only albany bars close all the time left and right in other cities and nobody gives a shit this one was like i remember when we used to go down there and hear the best the world world class jazz music that's what they used oh to yeah say. oh yeah i used to hear world class jazz music and, and there was like oh and the, i forget their name but they're like oh and watch so-and-so hold court when uh, because they were the best server in the area like people notice that shit do you know the best server in brooklyn do you know who it is like yeah is that is that why you go there yeah it's um it's christian from uh and i have no fucking idea like who cares these people don't have faces they're like arms that hover near me when i need things that's it oh my god right jesus i think people really need to change a lot of their priorities and i don't not even something good i mean you're you should like maybe you know put dry gas in your car like that's a priority <laughs> you know make sure your tires are good so you don't crash into me uh, on or the first just, floor would be a really beautiful restaurant with uh, local foods. <laughs> would be a really beautiful restaurant with local foods. It's like, yo, you already have it. It's terrible. It's the worst. Yeah. It's run by a guy who wants so badly to be a celebrity chef yet cannot make basic <laughs> food. It's fucking great. <laughs> so good. Oh my god. Oh, that was, I wish that's... that guy would. I wish that guy would come out and be like, "Well, you should really walk in twos on Lark Street, so we can just fucking yeah, murder him already." What are you kidding me? <laughs> should really walk in twos that'll probably alleviate that whole rape problem problem like, solved you know, come have here have some raspberry jam i made it terrible <laughs> myself <There's, laughs> i put raspberry jam on a burger yeah it's cool it, this is it pasta with raspberry jam you will hate it it'll be fantastic you, wait till you see the bill you're gonna fucking freak the fuck out it's great luckily <laughs> our bartender overpours so hard you're gonna fall down when you leave it's gonna That's be the best. wonderful they always and it's the, no matter what they always hire like the biggest tweakers to be the bartender oh yeah <laughs> so good 
So you walk in and you're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that I'm, bartending job should be called the, oh, I remember you from my 20s job. No you know? shit. So it's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Oh, kind that of. didn't work out. Yeah. Here how'd that go? Oh, it, it was gonna be it was gonna be like MySpace, but it just didn't happen, did it? Oh mm. no! Mm. Oh, that's why you. Were, I remember you were scanning all those CDs, <laughs> and you were going to make a. Yeah, you were like buying CDs like by the by the bundle, and you were going to make your own music sharing service. I remember that. That yeah, was that was that was true lofty. story. True story. Can I have um, a? I don't know. Okay, what, what do you want? Like a Moscow Mule? I guess well, two Moscow Mules. Why are you uh, looking at me like that? All right, actually, I'm just gonna take a Budweiser. Uh, you don't have to open it. Thanks. Oh man, should we do some questions here? We're uh, I'm I'm glad I got something to yell about. That's really what, that's what I needed. Well, I I've been so so chill lately that I haven't had a chance to yell, and I've best, been in a, a very chill place where nobody's yelling, and I'm back. Well, I have a story first. Oh, perfect. I recently DJed the local punk night. Great. It was awesome. Well, it was all right. <laughs> Justin Kiss and I showed up very early, nine thirty, and I started playing punk hits. Um, and like I, I think I'm a man of decent taste in music, you know. But I, I just I, I try not to uh, play the, all the brain dead stuff. Yeah, uh, but people love the brain dead stuff so much. Plus, people like fifties music, which is so bizarre to me. Ah, uh, we're back there already, are we? Yeah. Hey, play the music. Big Bopper. Play Anti-Nowhere League and then the Big Bopper. That's kind of what, what it's like. People play Chantilly Lace. Oi. Ooh, fuck me. Oi. Yeah. I feel like I'm at uh, like a like a bad water park when I hear that song. <laughs> Chantilly Lace in a pretty... Whoa, here. Next up for Fascination. Because oh, it reminds me of working at The Great Escape. So yeah, bad. I can I can see that 100. percent That's just that's, well, that's I very need bad. one more person to play Fascination, the game where everyone wins. I remember the script immediately, but then you'd get like three people in, and there'd have to be four people to play, and there'd be three people sitting there like, come on, and then I'd be like, we only need one more person on the PA for like 10 minutes, and then someone else would leave. Then I'd be like, we only need two more people to play Fascination, the game where everyone wins. Cool, sounds Tickets. engaging. <laughs> but I was playing, but then um, there was like an, an hour like a power hour of Bowie and Lemmy, right? And I said, this is going to be great because all the fucking people who were pissy, uh, not pissy, who were sad and, and like crying and like posting Instagram pictures of them, like their tears and like running mascara and whatever else about Lemmy aren't going to dance to Lemmy, aren't even going to notice it. No. But when I play a couple dancey David Bowie numbers, they're going to fucking trudge out there and they're fucking like roller derby roller skates. And they're gonna shake the shake their booties, and guess what happened? Dead exactly floor. that. <laughs> Dead floor. Nobody cared at all about Lemmy, and that was Lemmy was the person that everyone was like, "We need to do a, le- a night. We need to do an, a Lemmy night." Yeah, we need to have a night that we just surrender and listen to Motorhead. Yeah, I call that when you're unemployed. Yeah, I got. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. All right, we're gonna sit on a shitty couch and listen to Motorhead, fucking like the same album three times over and over. <laughs> I watch Judge Joe Brown on mute and listen to Motorhead. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> oh, it's wow. It's oh, it's so it's good. I, I remember driving, uh, listening to Motorhead and driving to the unemployment office. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the dude who used to uh, put the inspection sticker on my car and and when I didn't even look at it was uh listen to Motorhead a lot. It was great. But then I played Bowie songs and people would be like, oh wow. So I would do. 
like I played Let's Dance, and then I would play like Damage Case immediately afterwards. So people would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna have another. I need um," and like visibly. Look! Look! You you registered. I'm sorry, but on socialmedia.com, you register the same amount of sorrow. You're like, oh, and post these weird memes like, like David Bowie and Lemmy backstage hanging out together. Yeah, oh, a lot of those. What? Oh, is God! With ju- you. Ju- God just put together, or not God, or whatever. The the the, the greatest band in the world just formed in heaven. It's Freddie Mercury singing, Lemmy on bass. David Bowie also singing. Um, <laughs> the guy, the guy from the specials playing drums. I mean, oh yeah, my, first of all, not not already not the best band. Uh, and um, David Bowie also singing. <laughs> yeah, it's like '90s hardcore style, and they had two singers. Oh, the one, yeah. the one singer that didn't have to have the heart to like kick out because he was fucking an asshole and terrible. So they'd be like, "Oh, we'll just do two singers, dude. It'd be fucking great." So like, okay, so. Now we've got the best band in heaven. Just had their first practice. We got uh, the drummer from Specials, <laughs> Lammy on bass and background vocals, and also the, uh, Freddie Mercury and David Bowie together because they had a lot of good chemistry together yeah, singing. Of yep. <laughs> and uh, oh, who's on other guitar? Who, who's going to be on? Glenn Fry, Glenn Fry, another guitar. The world's great. Rest in power. That's the name Rest of the band. Power. Rest in power. The world's greatest band just had their first practice, and it was a had the practice go. It was fucking terrible. It was t- fucking the worst thing you've ever heard. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it was a cacophony of fucking smell like stale cigarettes. Yeah, the angel set is, itself on fire. It was really fucking. It was terrible. And people would pipe in. Well, uh, I mean, Freddie Mercury might have went to heaven, but. Lemmy definitely went to hell. So the best band in hell? Question mark. And they'd be like, "Oh, oh, I, that was it was the dude from Slayer. Mm, that yes. was what it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hanneman. That would sound bad. Yeah. Play, first would... of all, drummer from Specials was like seventy. You can't play drums in your seventy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand what like the who fucking cares? Who gives a shit? Look, I don't know why all these people keep dying. We still need them here. When Bill Graham died in the plane and the helicopter accident, that's when I knew that music was slowly starting to die. You know, talk about the day that the music died with Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper. The Big Bopper is the one who did Chantilly Lace. It's all coming back most around. Hated fucking song. <laughs> Justin Kiss and I put our coats on and left in a huff because that song was playing. Oh, dude, it's really bad. You should and, have stuck to Anti Network League. Problem solved. So fucking what? Yeah, I, I did. I played all different kinds of songs. I if I have to hear the Exploding Hearts again in my life, um, that's still happening, huh? Yeah, wow. I, it's twenty two to the head because it'll wow. take a few, it'll take a few tries. You know what's interesting in that we are circling and coming back on ourselves, and like the the singularity is happening. As you said that, I'm actually holding a 22 caliber shell in my hands right now. My God. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting how that worked. Andrew, we are so, on such a wavelength. I agree. I think that we're... It's, I actually uh, checked to see if the camera was on for a second. I'm like, can you see this? No. Okay. It's what, you call, it's what you call hot numbers. Yeah. We got hot numbers right. right now. Let's see what we got. All right. This will be, be good. This will tear right into your punk night. Name more bands like Gang of Four. Aren't there apps that do this? Yeah. Where you just go like, I want to listen to things like Gang of Four, and then it does it. 
Well, uh, every band from like 2002 <laughs> to 2005. Uh, that's there you go. Yeah, I mean, Gang of Four was was good. I mean, depending on what era, I'm I'm assuming uh, you're talking about the entertainment era, which is wildly no, oh, yeah, gotta than, be wildly different than Songs of the Free or Hard, my favorite eras of uniform, uniform. Yep. I love a man in uniform. Yeah. This is also f- dialing back. We almost uh, also did um, We Live As We, we Dream Alone. Dream and I listened to that today. So wow. weird. So weird. <laughs> What's going on with us, Andrew? That's just how we it haven't, goes. Because we, we haven't really, you've been busy. We haven't really talked in a while. I think we're, we're this is our way of, of the cosmos getting us back together. Oh, I got a, I got a heavy one. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I want some more sports talk. You okay after the Seahawks loss? What's the best thing the team can do in the offseason? Would you rather see Tom Brady or Cam Newton lose? With love, Will from Canada. Hey, Will from Canada. We love you. Fan Will, one of our original OG ONDers, um, uh, lead administrator on the friend zone. Thank you very much, Will. Always, uh, always a shout out to Will from Canada. Um, that Seahawks loss was uh, some real bullshit. Didn't watch it. That that sounded tough, though. I would like check in and be like, "Oh fuck!" No, it was uh, started. The entire game started with the Jonathan Stewart eighty-yard run. Uh, then they scored. Then the very first pass Russell Wilson threw was a pick six to Luke Keekley. And then uh, they fucking kicked our ass up and down the field all day. We almost came back. We got within one score, and we failed. Um, but. I have. I am actually excited, although it breaks my heart. I'm excited for the new and improved Seahawks next next semester. I guess you could call it. No, next semester. Unfortunately, Marshawn Lynch is probably out of there. Yeah, that's. It looks like uh, that's it for him. Eleven eleven point nine million dollar cap hit. Uh, if we if we keep him, which obviously we're not going to keep him. Uh, Marshawn Lynch's last game was a whimper. Um, although he did crack Roman Harper's helmet, it was. Uh, a sad game where he got stuffed a lot and I don't think his heart was really in it. He took himself out of the Vikings game where he really needed him. Um, I don't think his heart's in it. I don't think he's tired of getting hurt. I think he's 30. Um, going to lose Fred Jackson, going to lose Michael Bennett, you know, going to like, um, I don't know. It's going to be a different team next year. We might lose Jermaine curse. Uh, I would rather, much rather, see Tom Brady lose. I hate that motherfucker. I, that's like, there's no question. I hate, you know, that. like I nothing. Yeah, absolutely no question. No. And it was funny because a lot of people in to get into the conspiracy corner, conspiracy barn. A lot of people were saying that it was a uh, the Chiefs threw the game. Uh, Andy Reid's a an NFL company man, and the NFL desperately wants to see Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady one more time. And the ratings are going to be through the roof and the revenue is going to be through the roof. And, uh, it would have been an ideal, it's an ideal situation, much like, um, fucking Jerome Bettis going back to Detroit for the Super Bowl and winning same shit versus the Seahawks. I don't know. I mean, chiefs look like dog shit. Chiefs look really bad. And then Andy Reid had nine minutes to score twice and couldn't do it. Insane. Yeah. (laughs) Took him four minutes. He did one on a four minute drive down the field, scored, and then the fucking Patriots just knelt it down. It was so weird. They tried a really lame onside kick. Onside kicks rarely work. And um, I don't know. It was just, I mean, at least the Seahawks put up some fight. That game was tough to watch, but at at the same time, like, 
I just resigned. I mean, I didn't even think we were going to win. If it was the NFC championship game, I would have been a lot more sour about it. But I was like, yeah. probably not going to win. Um, at one point, it got so bad that uh, I was at Justin's house, Justin Kiss's house, and we put on GTA 5. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like I'm not shocked at all. That's I yeah, I, I feel you on and then that. Then we watched the Steelers lose in like really sad fashion because they had Yeah, you guys had a you get you two had a rough weekend. We had a rough weekend. Um <laughs> but it was it was like bad because we were they were coming back. I couldn't care less about the Steelers, but uh Justin's a diehard Steelers fan. And they were coming back and then this guy Fitz Toussaint, who is not only um like a hard luck story, you know, was on the practice squad and then ended up being the starting running back for the playoffs. But he's an old uh, University of Michigan guy. So Justin's like dually interested in this person. And this motherfucker fumbled the ball and basically like, lost the game. Tragic. <laughs> yeah. tragic, tragic. I love that for the rest of the game, they would just have footage of him on the sideline, just staring off into space. Like, dude, was with like, his helmet still on and nobody's sitting his helmet's near him. still on. Yep. No, no one. <laughs> that's so sad. <clears throat> That was rough. I mean, there was also that footage of fucking Ben Roethlisberger coming over and like trying to like pump him up. Imagine having to get a pep talk from that dude. Yeah, like shit. Where's my life at? <laughs> uh, so, um, if you're gonna if you're gonna corner, wait, what's a good Ben? What's a good big Ben voice? Hmm. All right. Well, if you're gonna corner a woman in a bathroom <laughs> stall and touch her, uh, you know, touch her down there, getting pull out your dick and say who's going to take care of this um make sure that the camera phones are off make sure that the bar doesn't have any cameras because <laughs> that's basically what happened and i remind Steelers fans all the time Constantly. that you have a okay so your number one quarterback is a multiple rapist of young women your backup quarterback held a dog underwater until it stopped breathing. Oh, how could I forget? That's right. <laughs> Electrocuted a dog with a car battery and buried dogs alive routinely on his property. Just saying. But everybody knows that. And he's paid his yeah. dues. Big Ben, paid his dues. if anything, he paid his dues. He went to Leavenworth Prison, which I... I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't... Aside from pushing people's buttons, I don't really feel a way about it. But yeah, I did forget that he's still he's still kicking out there. Are you feeling the burn, dude? Yet? No, not at all. I could care less. Like, it's fucking... Fucking fuck off with that. I think he's gonna win, dude. He might. Who cares? What difference does it make? My life will be exactly the same (laughs) no matter who is president. It will be precisely 100% the same. I love that they're like... Well, look at all that they did with the president. You know, gas prices are lower. Yo, you stupid motherfucker. That has nothing to do with anything. It's not like Obama fucking wakes up no. one day and is like, I think I'm going to lower oil today. You stupid had idiot. Nothing to do Why with would it. you even vote if you don't understand what the fuck you're voting Saudi for? Saudi Arabia seems totally chill with low, low, the low price of oil. So it's it's weird. It's weird. They're not like freaking out like OPEC isn't freaking out like they usually do. No, because it's an artificially lowered number. It's it's going to skyrocket soon. This is this is the death of oil. Get ready. It's like yeah. it's starting right now. It's going to take 30 years, but it's just like this is just how it's oh, going to be. It's definitely going to. That's definitely the way it's going to be. Stock market's reeling. I ha- I've been a good boy. I haven't checked my betterment at all. Bye, bye, bye. I uh, I set aside uh, a decent amount of money to uh, to buy into a stock I've been looking at that's just been tanking lately. What's the stock? No. Oh, come on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. I'm not going to do a whole thing. All right. Gotcha. Um, what's up with Q-tipping ears? I don't clean my ears at all, but I didn't know it was bad to do. What have you read? Yeah, it's just not good for you. Don't do that. No, you're um, just pushing wax, old wax, further down into your ear canal. 
Yeah, not good. As somebody who's had to like do like gross things to clean their ears, don't do that shit. It's bad for you. <clears throat> uh, can we get Bob Shed on the drive? That'd be wonderful. Be I would great. love to. I haven't seen that man in six years. Long minute. Long minute. Um, oh, Andrew, if you listen to PJ Allers, I'm dying here podcast. I have. And if for some reason anybody missed it, sad news, but uh, PJ died this past week, which is a rough scene. Um, yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Like, I don't, you're supposed to know what to do when you like break the news that somebody's died and you're like, well, he, he all lives in our hearts and minds, but I don't, I, I don't have that programming. I don't know how to do it. It's just very sad. Um, is he Andrew Paleo? No, he's not. Um, love the new term ooh. ambition cancer. What are some other examples? Video games, D and D Tumblr. No, all those things are awesome. Well, Tumblr kind of is. Yeah, Tumblr's ambition cancer. Yes, <laughs> ambition uh, video games in D anD D you should do more of. No, it, it takes it takes some degree of intellect. Ambition cancer. You know, I think about that. Um, playing in a band that you know is copying a band, another band sound. Yeah, there you go. And tr- attempting to tour the country and the world doing that, like playing a fourth, like fourth or fifth wave style of music mm-hmm. trying to do backdoor shit to get people to notice you i love it yeah or like like man like and, oh, yeah <laughs> that's a big time big time ambition cancer because <clears throat> you're doing like you're doing nothing you're really doing nothing there's nothing there's nothing unique you're you're, you're as normal as the normies you make fun of uh like w- with your friends yeah, I mean, there's a, like like playing I can't, playing. I can't get into it now, but yes, absolutely. Playing like fourth wave, hardcore or pop punk or whatever is the same as like I don't know going to Kmart with your girlfriend and buying like I don't know <laughs> going to K Jewelers and buying your girlfriend a necklace. Like doing really normal things. It's the same fucking yeah, thing. Like, going to Wendy's. Aren't you embarrassed? Like. So when you do the same thing as everybody, you do it as like a social reactive survival thing. But like, you know that that's nonsense. So (laughs) how are you not like embarrassed to like the 10th degree to do that? It's so weird. It's bizarre (laughs) to me. I mean, people love it. People love it because it's easy. No. Um, it's like the the reason that the people date the same type of people all the time because it's easy. Holler at Jay Moss about quitting his band and marriage and dating a stripper. <laughs> Some, whoops! Someone like a real. I feel like someone's real mad at Jay Moss or something. They're just trying to make that a shot, Jeez. but it's just like, all right, holler at Jay Moss. I, I mean, uh, that's that's interesting. Uh, Somebody's really up in this dude's business, and we just made it very public. Kudos. I mean, not going to hate on those decisions. Sounds great. Um, I've been drinking a gallon of water a day for the past couple of days and I already feel way better. So I guess my question is, have I been dehydrated for years? Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Your body is slowly crumbling. You're taking years off your life with cumulative dehydration. Something I've oh, learned dude. in uh, my one semester of nutrition school. Um, how many times have you guys seen drop dead and has there ever been a time when you guys have enjoyed them live? I got to see them yep. live once, and I wanted to put a gun in my mouth while they were playing. Generally, when you would go to an Albany show and drop that was playing, they were generally the best band playing of the night, <laughs> usually by a wide <laughs> yeah. margin. And the bands that were opening for them were generally not. And yep. it was also those type of shows, there was such a hierarchy in Albany at the time where people, like, very ego-driven, very male, but also 
very fake, like a lot of fake politics going on a lot of like, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah. but it's all dudes and it's all dudes showing off for other dudes. And it's all like, it's very, well, a lot of really, a lot of ass kissing, a lot of brown nosing in like a room of 20 people. In a room, yeah, exactly. And like enough people to fit into like a reasonably sized freight elevator. Yeah, like, oh, ooh, or there's so-and-so. I have to like dance hard so they notice. That kind of weird shit. And yeah, I can't. I can't count how many times. Like, do, can you? Could you ever ballpark how many times you saw drop that? Five, six, at least. Really? Yeah, dude. I'm. I could easily. I could envision a point where I could easily say I've seen drop that forty five times. Jesus, I probably like. I could well, easily all say that. Five, six. I saw them like randomly in Canada <laughs> once. I saw them. Yeah, that's it. Because you would see drop dead four times a year in Albany. Times yeah. what ten years? So that's forty right there. Um, then yeah, like you'd go like, oh, we're going to go to Connecticut. We're going to go to any show in the Northeast that has anything <laughs> remotely interesting. And oh, guess what? Fucking Drop Dead's playing. I, that guy, um, the guy who played yeah. bass from Devon, I worked with at Kinko's and he was like, oh, a yeah. real great guy. Um, I really love the dude who played bass before him. Uh, cause you would always get these fucking crazy stories from him. <laughs> um, yeah. like I, you know, and I'm, I'm telling a third hand story here, but there was a point once where apparently they flew somewhere um, and he just never showed up. And they're like, what the fuck is this, dude? Uh, and then I guess a couple of days later, he showed up with some like <laughs> some story about how he was in a plane crash and he survived or something like that. And then there, somebody was like, oh, yeah, no, he just like dropped acid and freaked out on the plane. They had to land it. <laughs> get him off. I don't know if any of that's true, but I, either way, Christ. I love it. Just really good. Oh, I, I remember one story where he, um, they were driving like across the desert, and he kept his big, like insulated Carhartt jacket on because he was trying <laughs> to test himself. I love this That's dude. Great. Shit, yeah, it's awesome. Um, all right. Well, I feel like dog shit. Yeah. So Sorry, if you're if you're feeling strongly about this, I don't know what to say. I I, I think I think it's time for me to lay down now. Okay. Is what I'm saying. I don't know how you feel about <laughs> feels, that. You, it feels great. We have to do everything by consensus now. We can't just have uh, we can't have thoughts and feelings. We've got to make sure everyone's on board. Okay. Well, um, um, uh, well, I haven't had time to think about it. Mm. <laughs> That's the best answer. I, give me some uh, at work. It's like give me some time to, th- you know, let me go back to my desk and think about it. I was like, okay. <laughs> or you could just say yes or no right now. Yeah, instant message me. Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool, man. No, I need to lay down as well. Perfect. All right. Well, what has this been? Episode 107? Is that 107, right? 107. The hot take episode. Hot take episode. All right. Perfect. <laughs> cool. Anyone plug? Pal? All right. Uh, no, I don't. I feel like I do, but I don't. I think self-defense has a tour soon. Go see them. I'm not playing. Go see them. Yeah. Go see them. I think they're, they're playing like, yeah, they're playing the blasted lands. They're playing like... Uh, Utah and like the shit, the stuff that we overextended ourselves in every direction to not yeah. play. They're making a dedicated tour. Apparently, now. the the, the um, state blacklist got crumpled up at some point. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like, state blacklist is gone. Utah. We're never playing West Virginia. All of these places that, and you know what? Like, I'm happy that it's financially viable to do now. But like, I, no, it's good. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, um, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, Bear mattress uh, tapes in my hot little hand. Oh, that's right. They're out. They're out. They exist. I did. I did them. Uh, music that I made at this desk with this mic. 
and in physical form. <laughs> physical form. I can't believe I did it. No, people still can't. But people are going to put it in, but put the tape in their tape player and expect it to be blank. Like there's no music. I, I actually feel like there's no music on it. I think that that would be that'd be exactly what I'd expect. It's cool, and uh, you know, I might, uh, I might, um, I'll be playing some shows. I'm playing Philadelphia next weekend. That's exciting. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, I'm going to. Uh, my plan is to play and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I got a long drive back. Yeah, no, you know I'm going to be passing through New York. I'm going to come and visit you guys. I'll drop in. I will drop in, uh, and um, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be okay. Apparently, where I, the the spot I'm playing in uh, Philadelphia, people have told me that it's in a very bad area, North Philadelphia. So Great. it should be good. It should be like Judgment Night. I'll have to play it'll be a situation where it'll be like an 80s movie where i'll have to play to win the gang over before so they won't kill me i actually i the first thing i thought of was it's gonna be the nobody leaves this place without singing the blues scene from uh from adventures and babysitting (laughs) it's really exciting thinking wow we are really clicking on all cylinders man yeah Yeah. all right well um yeah i'll uh i'll see all of you guys next week we're gonna do it maybe this is what this is what we're gonna do we're gonna do it we live as the dream of love To crack the show we mix with the other Some flirt with fashion shows Some lie in the arms of others We Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.